Don't look over your shoulder. Look straight ahead. That's what's in front of you. It's right there. Reach out. Grab it. Your local blue coal dealer presents... What the Pack. Oh, you probably thought you had the wrong channel. No, you've got the right channel. What channel is that? I don't know. What's up? What the waters? What the hoobies? What the hearts? No, it's what the pat. And you're my WTPs. That doesn't even roll well, does it? Oh. You're just my peeps at the moment. Easter's over, so you're safe. Nah, I'm not supposed to do that laugh. <laughs> Welcome aboard, episode 41. Let's roll with it. Thought I'd leave you with a little ambiance there before we kick things off. It is episode 41. It's another episode, another day, another week. It could be another month for you. Maybe it's been a year. Who knows? That's the beauty of these, is they just sit out there in the cloud, the universe, ready for you whenever, as long as I record them. I mean, it it gets crazy thinking about that. That stuff can be heavy, thinking about the universe. That's why we have the big thinkers in on that. Me, I, I, I get deep at times into some deep thought and thinking about things and how crazy I mean I'm sure you remember several episodes back here I am pulling a staple out of some papers that my great grandfather had stapled together and how old that staple was I I believe it was now I don't think it was nah I don't think it was older than him yet but it's just weird thinking about stuff like that and what that staple has, you know, just traveled along and seen and done. You know, weird things like that. And how, as a kid, you thought 20 years was a big time frame, but now that you're older or being that I'm older, 20 years doesn't seem like that many years as to what it used to be. But if you look at the bigger picture and how much things have changed, grown, and evolved over 20 years, it's pretty crazy to think about, too. Think about 20 years ago. Go ahead. Go now. I believe we were worrying about Y2K. Y23K, when is that? Hmm. Remember the Y2K bug? It was a little stuffed animal. It said Y2K bug. <laughs> no? Are you shaking your head going, just get on with the show? None of this philosophical, long winded talk about stuff you do. I, I know things. I know things. Maybe right off the bat, I should address my meta, non-meta superhero choices, if you will. Because Discord Accord asked me some questions, I answered those questions, but then I put a little more thought into things and the question. And I, I might have missed a superhero that I wouldn't mind being. And I can't believe I forgot about this one. Because Spider-Man... I look at Spider-Man and I'm like, I could be Spider-Man. I mean, that's that's just how I feel. He's funny. I'm not going to say childish because, you know, I have been... Ch- 
childlike at times we're not ta talking about. But just how cool to climb walls and shoot webs. But what I really enjoy, guns are neat. Guns are, you know, they're cool. I really love swords. So I can't believe I totally forgot about this superhero. I didn't forget. It was just, yeah, yeah, things get stuck in your head and then you can't shake it. So I'm going to change it from Spider-Man to Blade. Blade is pretty awesome. He's a daywalker. He fights vampires. He is a vampire. Not fully. I don't think I'd have to revisit, but I'd, I think because he can walk in the day. Uh-oh. Nobody likes that. We got stuff going on. Stand by for this intermission. I'm back. Sorry about that. False alarm. Nobody's here. Nothing crazy's going on. Not getting broke into. Sometimes Forrest just likes to bark into thin air. But it isn't really thin air to him. He does hear something. But back to the task at hand. Blade's pretty badass. I love his katana, which is his sword. And he's just kick-ass. And cool powers. I mean, it... it he does need blood as part of his diet, which is a bit, you know, strange, but he's, he's a warrior. I dig him. I'm switching it to Blade. Maybe that'll make Discord Accords a little happier, but I'm not here to make them happy. It's all about me. Which, we can move on over to my vocalist selection. So, to start off, Shannon Hoon, if you haven't listened to Blind Melon, go pick up their first album. You can also pick up Soup. And there's the other one called Nico, which has unreleased or rare stuff on it, which is a great little find. It isn't their greatest. Their first two are the greatest, and then they did release another one with another singer, of which I felt was decent. It is very hard to replace a vocalist in a band, I feel. There's sometimes where it goes over smoothly and works great, and other times it doesn't. Then you ask yourself, do you want the vocalist to sound the same or different? And that's hard, too. Look at Van Halen. David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar are two both different people, different energy and everything, and both sound different. They brought something great to Van Halen. Gary Sharon, I thought it was an okay album, but I don't think he fit. ACDC, I know Steven was saying he couldn't tell the difference, but there really is a big difference between Bon Scott and Brian Johnson. They both sound different. But if you don't listen to ACDC all the time and have only heard stuff from Back in Black forward, you probably would never even realize, you know, Bond sounds different. If you listen to Highway to Hell and backwards and then listen to some Brian Johnson, you could hear the differences. To me, it's drastic. Bond's a different range than Brian. Drummers, bass players, and guitarists are also another intricate part of a lot of bands where it is hard to replace them. There's times it works great and other times it doesn't. So, there you go. And Robert Plant, enough said there. I mean, the guy is amazing. He has done so much in his life. Yes, he's still alive, Stephen. So, yes, I did pick two that had passed. One of a drug addiction, overdose, and the other of alcohol. But 
that aside, I picked the three because they all meant something to me, and I like the range and how they sing and other qualities about them. Bruce Dickinson's high on my list because I really love Iron Maiden. I feel he's the best fit for Iron Maiden. They have had two other singers besides Bruce, if I'm correct on this. And Rob Halford's up there for me. I like a bunch of Judas Priest stuff, and then I didn't care for his solo stuff with Fight. But with Judas Priest, yes. So Jonathan, I do appreciate the voicemails coming in and the questions and getting me to kind of flesh out who top threes are. And uh, look forward to more if you have them or not. Then, well, uh, then you don't. (laughs) Should I shift over to picking someone other than Batman? Maybe I will. That's just the thought. Because, well, Batman's pretty awesome. Or was I supposed to pick somebody from Marvel? Because I think most people would be like, dude, I want to be Wolverine. I would not want to be Wolverine. He has a lot of mental stuff going on, his past. He's constantly angry. Oh, wait, Wolverine could be constantly angry. He is badass. He is one of my top superheroes. Uh, And Iron Man's cool. I mean, Tony Stark is neat. Ant-Man... It's neat, but, uh, I, uh, yeah, you know. Thank you, Paul Rudd. You made it actually entertaining. And, uh, because is he really meta? It's the suit that makes him meta. Or, no, so he'd be non-meta. Oh, confusion here. There you go. I'm going to stick with Batman for now and Blade as my replacement for Spider-Man. Thank you. Good night. Now, I don't know if you've been following the stories on the Loch Ness Monster. (laughs) What? (laughs) That's just me? Yes. So, they uh, are saying that maybe the Loch Ness Monster may be a giant eel. That's what some scientists are saying. And they're doing some research. So, they weren't actually looking for the Loch Ness Monster. They've been doing some studies uh, out there. New Zealand, and they want to catalog all the living species in the lock by extracting DNA from water samples. That is just amazing and cool within itself. Science is so... I think there has to be a ton of fun stuff with science because you're constantly doing... I would think... I'm sure there's stuff at times where you're like, oh, this is boring. But I don't how you figure out to get DNA from water samples and separate it all is just incredible and cool. So yes, that's what scientists are saying. I'll have the link in the show notes if you want to read about it. Is uh, They're cataloging all this stuff from water samples, DNA, and they're looking to pin Loch Ness Monster being an eel. Interesting. Loch Ness Monster has always fascinated me. I thought it would be cool. It'd be really neat if, if it was true. Much like Bigfoot and all this other stuff that, you know, is out there. It'd be neat. But then science always explains everything. Dun-dun-dun. Let's head on over to the segment that I like to call, What's in your chip bag, Pat? Well, this week, listeners, it would be the, hopefully I pronounce this right, the Pocky Haunted Ghost Pepper. 
let me preface this by saying I wasn't ever really into hot, hot stuff until I met Allison. And, of course, my buddy Aaron, he loves the Wing Dome. They have amazing wings, and they're in Washington State. I don't think they're uh, anywhere else, but uh, Wing Dome, amazing wings. We have the wing, wa- wing Wagon out here, which is pretty amazing, too. And both of them, I could say, got me started on this. But Allison stepped it up a notch. I always went to like a five, and they have a seven at Wing Dome. At Wing Wagon, I don't remember if they have number, but Allison really got me going. And the flavors were great, so I was really digging the hot stuff. Then I started looking for more hot stuff, and it's just progressed over the years as I've upped my tolerance for it. So I picked these up last night. I've seen them around and wanted to try them. Picked up a sub last night. Steven remembers the place. It's on 342. It used to be nice and easy. Now it's Circle K. I love Circle K. For more reasons than one. But Bill and Ted put them on the map pretty good for me. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Anyway, the Pocky Haunted Ghost Pepper Chips. They're all real. Nothing artificial. And uh, 280 calories in this bag. So there's even more ghost pepper in it, they say. And it's it's an insane amount of ghost pepper. And they're not kidding. I still have half a bag left. So last night I popped one chip in. It was hot. Then I was able to drink some of my lemonade tea. Circle K brand. Not bad. It's probably just straight up sugar. And then ate some of my sub. And then I found myself munching away on the chips. And then I found myself saying... Hey, (laughs) this shit (laughs) is scorching my lips, tongue, and mouth. So I politely rolled the bag up, put it in the cupboard, and proceeded to, uh, what is it, douche my face with cold water. One out of 12, one out of 12, a 211 in progress. One out of 12, handle code 3. And help put the fire out. They, they're hot. I don't think they're as hot. I saw on YouTube once a bunch of news people trying like this one chip, and it was one chip. Some wouldn't even touch it. One person ate it, then she drank some coffee, and then I think she proceeded to puke in the can next to her. It was so hot. So I don't know if I'm up for that, but they're decent. I probably wouldn't buy them again because, or maybe it's a it's a new diet trick. Wow, I can only eat half the bag. Lay's wouldn't win on this, but you can only eat just one. Ah, maybe some people can eat these and be like, hey, that was cool. That was good. Mmm. But I'm probably good on the one back. And speaking of hot, StickerMule.com. They have, like I said, the mule sauce hot sauce, which is really, really good. It has a sweet tone to it. Put it on pizza, tacos, on a sub. It... It just brings out more flavor. So it doesn't kill you. You're you're not saying, oh my God, I'm dying. My mouth, help me, please. Water, you're my only hope. And that that concludes chip talk for the week. Something I probably haven't told. I, maybe I have. I don't know. My memory's short. But I picked up some coffee from Target because it was on sale. And they, it was an organic espresso blend. Whole bean, so I had to grind it. It's the Target brand by Archer Farms, which I believe is a Target brand. But it was two bags for five bucks, and I was like, I'm going to try it because some of the Archer Farm stuff is really good. So it's, like I said, it's the organic espresso blend. It is, just like it says in the package. Rich, thick body, 
notes of bittersweet chocolate. It's got a good flavor, French press. I don't know how it is drip. I did do it pour over too. I did. But the picture's kind of weird because the sugar cubes are brown and I've not seen brown sugar cubes, so maybe they're coconut sugar cubes. Huh? Yeah. Coconut sugar gives a different flavor to your coffee cube than sugar. But I do it pretty much black. There. Archer Farms. They go to their website. Target.com. Ha. I don't even know if Archer Archer Farms should have a website because, well, because, you know. Oh, speaking of sidetrack, I'm not the only one who says fur instead of four. I was on a show the other day. I don't remember. Maybe that could segue us into shows, TV, movies, and more. Let's head on over. Insert Star Wars Sideswipe here. Why don't I kick it off with the docu-series we watched? It's on Netflix. I was kind of hesitant because it's Christianity and that doesn't interest me a lot in politics, which doesn't really interest me a lot, but it sounded interesting and I heard good things about it, so we watched it. Overall, I don't know if we got any answers, which is decent because sometimes, pretty much most part, documentaries are just one-sided, so I wasn't sure if it was going to be heavy left or heavy right and I just you know tired of all that but it was interesting um, about how religion and there's a group called the family who pretty much like to work silently in the shadows so that's pretty much I summed it up in a nutshell and uh, mm, oh yeah Adam Sandler he can be annoying I, I enjoy him sometimes. However, him and Jennifer Aniston hooked up in a movie. Murder Mystery. It's on Netflix. It's one of their originals. Overall, it was better than I expected, and I had a good time. What made it even more fun was I just picked up a Nebula capsule, which is a little, it's the size of a Coke can projector, and I've been wanting a projector for a long time because I thought it'd be cool to watch movies in different places and stuff. So pick this up so that we could watch movies in the Danfort. And the the screen is as big as the wall, which is cool. So that was movie night out there. It was kind of cool in your own little private theater. Theater. But the movie, the ca- I'll talk about the capsule in a bit. You got to hold on for tech talk. Don't push me. Oh, breathe in, breathe out. There we go. So murder mystery. It was decent. I had some good laughs. Adam Sandler wasn't annoying. Jennifer Aniston was great. And on a whole, I could recommend it. It's a it's a fun movie. It was fun. Yep. And the Nebula Projector did great. It's the first-gen capsule. It's a bit spendy, but I feel it was worth it. You can stream with it. Uh, YouTube, Netflix, Amazon Prime. You can hook a DVD player up to it. You can probably hook your laptop up to it and stream to it. It doesn't cast. The newer version does let you cast right from your phone, which I could live without. You can also OTG on the go, USB drive into it too. So they thought of quite a bit with it. And for a little projector, it it packs a really nice punch. Maybe I'll put a link in the show notes and you can check it out. Do you even look at the show notes, people? I put hard-earned energy, time, and a lot of stuff in that. 
Sorry, I was getting emotional on that. Ah. Did I mention a four-hour battery life? That would be my tech talk for this week, because I don't really have anything else to talk about. It is pretty neat. So you can take it on the road and everything. Probably great for presentations, too. If you do presentations. Maybe when What the Pat's on the road and we got a big sponsorship and my tour bus. Whilst we're on the media topic, why don't we head into Urban 69 music review for the week. And this is... I haven't even listened to this album yet, and I probably should because it sounds pretty interesting, so I can't really say too much other than I'm shocked that this group even exists. I mean, I don't know why I would be shocked, but it seems pretty cool. So I'm definitely going to give it a listen. If you're not following Urban69 on Instagram, you're missing out. Like I say, he covers a whole gamut of music, Mostly rock, but there's other stuff thrown in. And this one kind of threw me for a loop a little bit. So I'll probably hunt it down so I can listen to it. Uh, The name of the band is Blackjack. And the album is Hard Finish, Long Playing Number One. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm just reading the... (laughs) I'm just reading the front of this here. So the image. But I'm going to go with... They're calling themselves Blackjack. So again, Urban69 on Instagram, follow him. It's a cool dude. U-R-B-N-N-S-6-9. Not spelled out on Instagram. Anyone remember these guys? If you do, you know that Michael Bolton is the lead singer and Bruce Kulick is the guitarist. If you don't, then now you know. Blackjack is excellent 70s rock. No studio parlor tricks, no BS, Just kick-ass rock and roll that is easily enjoyable whether you like Michael or not. Highlights are Love Me Tonight, Heart of Stone, Without Your Love, and Heart of Mine. But there simply isn't a bad song anywhere to be found on this 70s gem. I used to see this record in stores back in the day, but I was always skeptical, so I never bought it. I'm glad I finally decided to pull the trigger and add to my music library. Thanks to my buddy Eric for the suggestion. Disc number 1,405 in my CD collection is great stuff and a very cool addition. That right there alone just makes me want to pick it up and listen to it. I mean, Michael Bolton can sing, definitely. And Bruce is amazing on guitar, whom of which, if you don't know, played guitar for Kiss for a long time. He replaced Ace Freely and was the guitarist. He wore makeup, didn't wear makeup. Then he also went on to be with John Karabi of The Scream. Or are you scratching your head right now going, wait a minute, his name sounds familiar. Yes, he replaced Vince Neil in Motley Crue, Hooligans Holiday. In my opinion, that's the best Crue album ever. And it just, it's powerful. And he just got a, he just got dogged. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody's like, ooh, Vince. Vince can sing. I mean, guess you wouldn't have had it if, if it wasn't. But anyway, so John Karabi, Bruce Kulick went on and formed their own band, Union, which was decent. I I listened to it. it. It didn't have as much. I'm telling you, though, that crew album with John Karabi on it kicks ass. And there was a little EP that you could order off to the side that each band member did a song. And it's called Quartinary, I do believe that you could get and that itself I mean it it's pretty shitty what they did to him I don't even know if he's still friends with the boys or not but 
Crew, you're crazy. John Carabi, you really brought a lot to it. Again, that's one of those singers replacing, and I guess people have their favorites. And Vince sounds different than John, so of course it had that different sound to it. But he also brought some music talent to the band. I'm not saying Vince doesn't have talent. I'm just saying. That's just what I'm saying here. Even cooler is John Carabi did some tour dates and did the entire Motley Crue album out touring, which is cool that he gets the rights to it because, well, hell, he put blood, sweat, and tears into that. I I think the scream probably would have continued going if you don't know the song Man in the Moon, which I also talked about Roxanne way back in episodes one, two, three, I believe, Man in the Moon. Anyway, it's just... Uh, train of thought. I just lost it. Check check out that crew album. Also check out The Scream. And two, Encino Man had Vince Neil's first single solo effort. You're invited, but your friend can't come, which is actually better than what he put on the album. Uh, Steve Stevens, dude. I, I was shocked that those two got together because it seemed like an odd mix. Steve Stevens is just incredible. He has a flamenco album. You should check that out. I could play some guitar. It's just, ah, don't get me started. Don't. And as always, thanks Urban69 for letting me talk about your music review. I do. I don't know if I've told anybody lately, but I enjoy them. Did you get your shorts on yet? can update you on my Bose sleeping buds that I picked up. I still love them. They're great, and I love that you can listen all night. Not that you listen all night, but it's kind of weird waking up and it's not raining out, but you hear rain and then you pass back out. They're very cool. I like them. Hopefully they keep updating and give you new sounds to listen to. Or you, me. Unless you have a pair and stuff. And speaking of relaxation, I am still loving acupuncture. It is such an amazing experience. As you know, when I talk about my foot has issues and it really helps me tremendously because again surgery to fuse the bones together so I can't walk is dumb so I just have to limit still my walking and whatnot and where I walk and it's great there's so many plus sides to this too I'm not sure how long I'm actually on the table but it gives me that time, I would say anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes of disconnect. I shut all my tech stuff off because I just want to lay there and take everything in and enjoy it and relax. So it helps me grab some zen while I'm healing. And I think s- stepping away from all of that stuff too also helps, you know, it helps me just stop my brain, which is very hard to do. It is very hard to shut off what's going on inside it's it's constantly working thinking and doing stuff maybe not always productive but anyway and it doesn't hurt there are times you can sort of feel the needle pop in but i've never been like oh my god it's amazing really the feeling you get out of it there are so many benefits and you're not taking you know drugs prescription stuff and helping big pharma and stuff i've never been big on taking medication and back in the day, I was a big NyQuil, DayQuil fan. But then again, I didn't like where work coping mechanism. <laughs> the VA hooked me up. I hope they continue it because it, it's wishy-washy with the VA. I'm very happy to have this as part of my plan for healing and everything. So if you have stuff going on, check into acupuncture. I love where I go, and I, I look forward to it. 
It's it's really cool. Don't pop some ibuprofen for your back. Go see an acupuncturist today. And since we're talking about healing and everything, I just want to bring up, I think that floating tent is a cool idea. I am down. If I had a place to put that up and camp in it, I would. I know there's some people out there going, this is dumb. I think it's really cool. Curious how tough it is. Because it would suck to have it puncture and you wake up to a tent wrapped around your face. And if you're wondering how that right line gear tent is that I got for the uh, Promaster City, still love it. Very durable. I've had it up. I haven't taken it down since I last, you know, since I first brought it up to you. And this last time hooking it up to the van, vanity or vanity van, whichever. Each time is a little different, and I think I finally found, like, the perfect seal. It's It seals nicely around the back end of that van. And a friend of ours with the Jeep Renegade, it seals up nicely. That's a whole different configuration. It seals up nicely around that. I do want to try our Honda Element out on it and see how that works. Uh, it would have been cool if I still had my Scion XB to see how it would have worked, but I think it would have worked fabulously. I'm amazed at how well it does, how easy it is to hook up, and detach from and everything. I definitely stake it down because the wind will take this puppy unless it's hooked to your vehicle. But there you go. Sorry for any background noise at the moment. The uh, generator's doing its weekly test. Just fired off. That might be what you hear in the background. Because you got to keep, when you're out in BFE, you, you lose power and you got sump pumps running. You need something. And we finally broke down and, and did that a couple years ago. I think we've had it for a year now. And haven't needed it yet. That's the that's how you want it. Just peace of mind. It is a Generac, but don't ask me which model or any of that stuff because I have to look it up. Then you force my hand. No voicemails this week. I guess you listeners were busy. Busy's good, right? I'm being honest. If I had a voicemail, I'd play it. I don't have any. It's like crickets around here. But speaking of voicemails... If you listen to me on Anchor.fm, Anchor gives me a little kickback. I'm not saying you have to, because they're actually kind of sort of a sponsor. I guess they are a sponsor, but what's cool again about Anchor is it's totally free. And they monetize. SoundCloud lets you host a certain amount of shows, then you have to pay for a premium plan, and they don't monetize. Do you see, why wouldn't you make the switch? I mean, I don't, I don't know how Anchor makes their money, but we'll see if it's a, it's going to be a living platform or a dying platform. SoundCloud is great for a ton of stuff. I don't care for it for podcasting because, well, one, they want money. We work hard for our money, so you better treat her right. So yes, you could check me out on Anchor, uh, the podcast app that I am really digging, and I hope that they integrate into. Android Auto so it comes up on the screen easier, but I could just do it through my phone so it's not too big a deal right now, is Swoot, S-W-O-O-T dot com. You can interact with your fans, friends, and so forth on there and find another, you know, all your podcasting stuff right there. I've tried some other ones, apps, and I just don't really care for them. I do like Googles, but you can't interact, and oftentimes it just stops playing. It says it has an error. That gets annoying because then... If you're 45 minutes into a podcast, it'll start it over. Then you have to remember how many minutes in you were. And you don't like to miss stuff. 
Of course, you can listen direct on my website, whatthepat.com. You can find me on Facebook slash whatthepatpodcast, Instagram, whatthepatpodcast, Swoot, Google Podcast, Apple, all of that stuff. You can even email me direct, whatthepatpodcast at gmail.com, and leave a voicemail, which, of course, will be in the show notes. <sighs> I think it's been a productive podcast. I think you've learned a lot today. You, you've you uh, picked up some good information to help carry you through the week and stuff. If if you're jogging right now, I think I'd probably try and keep a good pace going. You're doing good. You're doing good. Eyes, look ahead. Don't look behind you. Don't look at where you've been. You've got this. Just keep left foot, right foot. Just keep going. Breathing. Don't forget to breathe. Don't, because there's a rhythmic breathing. It's like, breathe. Right there. You got this. Me, though, I ain't running for shit. I'm going to go walk around and get my day going, even though it's afternoon. It could be nighttime. But as always, I'm happy to address your questions, comments, and concerns. Just leave them in the box at the door. I'm going to get out of here. My shorts have been on for quite some time. They're ready to work. Enjoy your day, week, month year just just wink at someone and smile who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men the shadow knows <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie looks amazing. I can't wait. Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, Ooh, double. Oh, wow. <laughs>